0: Oh no they get another yks look out here comes another yks time to find out why yks sit down and listen to mike and jf oh no they get another yks now you gotta hear another yks time to find out why yks put your headphones on it's yks hey mike and jf uh james here Um, just, um, been listening to your podcast lately and, uh, you know, love it.
1: But, uh, I've, I've begun to notice that, uh, you guys, you guys, uh, like, you don't seem to like a lot of things. You like nothing really. You like, uh, you don't like any of the Kickstarters. You don't really like anything. So I'm kind of wondering what you do like. I mean. You don't even like Dwight Schrute I mean it's, it's Dwight Schrute You don't even like Dwight Schrute So uh Yeah I love you guys uh, If you can call me back and let me know If you change your mind about that About Dwight Schrute Let me know Thank you
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike, the voicemail we just had was, first of all, hello, how are you? Let me just get that out of the way.
1: Pretty good. Not bad.
2: Didn't ask for your life story. Um, Yeah. Just more of a polite, perfunctory greeting.
1: So uh, just a nod from here on out.
2: That would be great. And honestly, if you could strip down the nod to just...
1: Just on the way down, no come back up. <laughs>
2: yeah, just keep your head down <laughs> if you could. Let's get...
1: Uh, I'm wasting too much time
2: on the nod. Waiting for the head to go back up. Why? I already know what's <laughs> what's going to happen. You know? There's only one way to go from here. You do that on your <laughs> own time. So... Um, the gentleman who yeah. called in was saying... It doesn't seem like we like a lot of things on the show. There's things on the show we talk about, we say we don't oh we don't like the show or whatever. We don't or whatever we say. I don't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. Something will come on and we'll say, Oh. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you tell me you're the ones listening. I don't know. I say it. You know, i the rest is up to you guys. I don't know.
1: I like some stuff, man. I like uh what do I like, Jesse?
2: Uh, you, I think you like freaking, uh, you like when, uh, a guy gets hit in the nuts and his pants fall down.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love, uh, when a guy, when a fat guy farts and falls down, I love, um, you know, I love when a guy's like sees a dollar on the ground, you know, and uh, then it's attached to some other guy's, uh, fishing pole. I love that. Yes. These are the only things that bring me joy.
2: And they're they're actually very similar. They're sort well, of variations on a theme, really.
1: And also when I see a nice coupon, I'll say, "Okay. That's what I like. I won't ever use it, but I'll say wow." I I If I were a guy who used coupons, I'd really uh, enjoy that coupon.
2: If I were a coupon guy. I um I was cleaning out the uh the bullshit drawer. Um, the great shame of every household, the bullshit drawer where there's, uh, there's like a small screwdriver in there. There's like a couple of stickers. There's a trivet in there. Maybe depends on where you are. You know, you can Mm -hmm. have different stuff in your bullshit drawer. What do you got in yours?
1: I got my uh, GED in there and a couple of loose nails. Okay. And, um. (sighs) yep that's about it that's not bad (laughs) i I keep it pretty tidy (laughs) (laughs) that's that's not bad
2: but i found there's
1: all there's all manner of shit in in there i have a uh i have a ruth bader ginsburg pin that i really need to throw away that is actually
2: true because you you did pick it up off the ground right
1: i just saw that in there yesterday i was like why the fuck do i still have this this was like
2: you know 20 episodes ago right and you do measure time in episodes.
1: That's how I measure the time.
2: Despite yeah. not knowing what episode we're on.
1: mm Yeah. Or anything you talk about ever.
2: <laughs> that's a problem, too. But that's what you get the drawer for, really. Um, but I was going through the old bullshit drawer, and I found a coupon in there. And when I do that, the n- the number one thing I want to see on the coupon is that it has expired. <laughs> because that way I don't have to keep it anymore and delude myself into thinking that I will be able to use it at any point in the future, you know?
1: Yeah, you're you're putting it away thinking there's still time yeah. to use this thing.
2: It's like holding and a then, government bond, you know? It's an obligation, good. and pulling it out, and I, the reason that this one does not have an expiry on it is because I think I got it. This doesn't seem right, but it must be how it happened. I think I emailed I think I emailed Halo Top and complained about one of the things <laughs> one time. I must have used the comment form on the website to say, Oh, this fucking shit sucks. And then they're like, Well, yeah. here's a coupon. So it's a free pint of the Halo Top diet ice cream. And yeah. it doesn't expire. So I just had to put it back in the drawer and just hope like because it's it's not that I haven't bought any since then. I have. Mm-hmm. I buy it because I'm like, oh, they came out with a new flavor. I wonder if this tastes good. Nope. Okay, well, back in the freezer it goes for a while until my wife cleans everything out, you know? But it's that I don't... Who's taking this shit to the store? That's why I don't like coupons. Who's taking this shit to the
1: store with them? Yeah. Who has the time? Maybe they should put a little pouch in your uh, in your grocery bag. Huh? With a little coupon, okay. like a coupon satchel, just yeah. inventing the purse. Oh, that's smart. Like a man purse. And you can put your blush in there. Whatever.
2: I'm becoming very metrosexual, so <laughs> Do you... if you remember that concept from...
1: When was that?
2: <laughs> I have to, I gotta peg that right around when Sex in the City was around. That seems like something we were talking about at the same time what was that like 1998 i don't know when the when the i don't know when that show was out or why anyone watched it or why i watched it and a lot of it also and i know a lot about it <laughs> and i
1: love the show but um 1994 is when it is when that it when metrosexual came out yeah damn holy shit
2: 1994 is that when the mask came out
1: is there a connection there?
2: I'm just thinking movies that came out in '94. <laughs> is that when the mask came out and the Lion King?
1: Oh, it was just uh, some guy writing about it in a magazine. He was like, "Oh, I think uh, you know this is happening or whatever." Well, yeah, so that's it, what
2: stuff used to be, by the way. <laughs> it used to be some just some guy, guy writing, writing about it.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine just some guy writing something? <laughs> no. Now it's all now it's all bots and stuff.
2: Yeah, an actual. An actual person taking the time to write something out and then, I guess, publishing it? Would that be the thing you did after that?
1: I, I guess. And and I, then people read it? Yeah. Yeah, right. You re- Now we're really showing our age, Mike. It's the single young man with high disposable income living or working in the city. Um, I didn't know he had but, to be uh, single. I didn't know that was a part of it. A typical metrosexual is a young man with money to spend living in or within easy reach of a metropolis because that's where all the best shops, clubs, gyms, and hairdressers are. That's that's the stuff we were focused on back in the 2000s or whatever. The
2: different types of guys you can be.
1: Now we've moved on. I mean, now we're all metrosexuals, I guess, right? I guess so. Aren't we all? I think that's the time when everyone's just started cleaning their assholes. (laughs) I, that's before, right. before, yeah. before that, everybody was like, I'm not touching that goddamn thing. And then in the 90s and the 2000s... Yeah, you kidding really, me?
2: You know what comes out of there?
1: Yeah, we gotta clean this shit up. Literally, you
2: know? Yeah. And literally, we, we enjoyed that joke in the 90s.
1: We laughed for a while, put it on t-shirts. You know? <laughs> the uh,
2: We went to the pumpkin patch and we got <laughs> some... This was not in the 90s. This was... This past weekend. Sorry, let me set the scene. The time is the current day, and we uh, went to the pumpkin patch to get some little pumpkins, is what they sell there. And the guy running it was definitely not a metrosexual guy. He is uh-huh. a farmer guy.
1: uh huh, Like an actual farmer. Stinky, Stinkiest asshole you've ever
2: encountered. He, he's not messing with that thing at all. That thing is au natural, which is another thing we said back then and got big laughs um but he was like he was he was doing the whole farmer bit of wearing overalls and um having the type of skin that it looks like is not going to last very much longer
1: <laughs> you know just yeah just sun damage or whatever yeah
2: cuz he's he's a white guy and he looks red he's out in the fuck yeah just constantly um, looking red all of the time like man doesn't that hurt
1: that's just you know Anyone who works outside, any HHS. outside, yeah, <laughs> or
2: even an enthusiast—they don't even have to work. Just someone who likes going outside. Will eventually, someone who
1: goes outside, yeah.
2: Some they will eventually. There's someone who goes skin. to the beach, yeah, a couple of times, yeah. Not even that much, but a couple of times. Someone with a base tan, yeah, that just. No, I know what you mean.
1: I had all my relatives were rural type, uh, yeah, farm workers. So,
2: but he even he had the little. uh the little plug-in square credit card reader thing, you know? <laughs> Swiping the card
1: on there. What the fuck do you mean by that? I mean, of course. He's not a caveman. I
2: know he's not, but he looks like one. <laughs> and he's a nice guy, and I talked to him for a little bit.
1: Ah, oh, God damn. But
2: it's the 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 way that technology has inserted, <laughs> you know. I mean, these days, you can't go anywhere without. <laughs> the fuck? I think it's, it's just funny to me to see a guy with, with like, like dirt stained hands and fingers that mm. are—I mean—I think literally, maybe three of my fingers put together is one of his fingers. You know, uh-huh. like I got, just I get a, what you mean. Just like a mountain of an outdoorsy type man, and he's trying to work an iPad, and he's like, uh, "Do you want that receipt emailed to you?" Or yeah, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm not sitting here and making you put my email address into the fucking. I'll
1: just take the pump. What am I going to return the pumpkins?" I think you'd be surprised there's a lots of videos online I've I've, I've seen of farmers working with drones and things like that just Oh, just I have seen that. Out. I have yeah. seen that.
2: That is very cool. The big um the big robotic uh like not I want to say aerators but it's not. It's like the things that are watering automatically and it's pretty I mean, of course, it's agribusiness these days, Mike. Spraying chemicals everywhere. That's what you got
1: to look out for.
2: Well, and that's what's turning us metrosexual really is all these chemicals <laughs> on our pumpkins of course
1: wasn't it wasn't that a thing well, i mean it's still a thing
2: I guess. oh it's still it's a
1: thing the soy thing yeah you know?
2: i think it's very much driving culture right now so yeah, it is, yeah it's sort of an ongoing issue anyway anyways we got the pumpkins and hightailed it out of there and went home and played <laughs> with our ipads you know never going outside again that's what was nice <laughs> So, I guess we can talk about some bullshit now. Um, fuck. Do you want to decide... We never do this. Do you want to decide who goes first before we start the six-pack? Because that way we just get it out of the way. We've never done that, that is, before.
1: That is crazy. Is this unprecedented?
2: That is crazy. No, someone's going to write it in and say, actually, you guys fucking did this episode
1: 34 or whatever, and then I have to okay. issue the mea culpa. <laughs> so Check this out. Check this out. For the first time... In 2019, probably, Yeah. Jesse and Mike are going to decide who goes first.
2: Yes, dude. Yes. Mike, you're okay. sending me. Okay. Uh, Let's see. We you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. It's time for the six pack, as previously agreed. I will be going first.
1: I kind of, I kind of want to go first now.
2: Do you want to go but
1: first now this time? I will let you go first. Anyway, honestly, even though I, even though I really want to.
2: Honestly, I didn't even want to go at all, and I was going really? first because it felt like something you wanted. So I guess now, if you if you'll just do it, then it'll kind of scratch both of our backs a little bit.
1: Um. Okay, I feel kind of. Uh, rude going first, but I'll go first. Just so, oh, you as know long as You don't mind. Actually, let's let's put a pin in this. We
2: actually got to go give an update on an old Kickstarter anyway, so we'll come back to this. We'll look. We'll decide who's going first in the six pack in a minute. Okay, but let's do the yeah. update on the old Kickstarter first. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, that's fine.
2: Okay, so let's do the update on the old Kickstarter. It's called the Wooger Edge. Thanks to Mark for sending this in, bringing it back to our attention. This was from episode one twelve. We did the Wooger Edge. And uh, at that time, it had $333,000. It now has over $1.64 million, and it's not done yet. Wow. Wow. Blew up in our face, huh? I don't know. I mean, it already had 300 grand when we said it sucked, so I don't know that we were really.
1: Yeah, it probably would have gotten a lot more had we not intervened, I think. Is that what you
2: consider this as an intervention?
1: I, I'm going to take this, this is a dub for, uh, for us, okay. for YKS, okay? <laughs> this uh,
2: this is, or this was, or, it, or will be, I guess let's not get caught up in the temporal elements <laughs> of this. Um, whether it happens or not, I guess, is up to the people who are making it, and whether they use this 1.6 at time of recording... pledged of a $20,000 goal with 10 days left in the campaign. The Woojer Edge was the vest that made you feel sound. Um, It connects over uh, Bluetooth. It has like a little amp. So there's a belt that can go around. Like this lady's wearing it like below her belly button. This guy is wearing it on his backpack. Another guy is wearing it around his chest. Um. Polygon says the hardware peels off the higher frequency sounds and finds a smart place to put the barrier between sounds you hear and those you feel. This is a a device designed to make you feel oomph from i guess not just the bass like if you're in a i guess if you're in a car with like a big subwoofer, you can feel the bass in the seats of the car, and that's kind of a neat sensation for like ten to fifteen seconds and then <laughs> This, I guess, does it across the whole uh, spectrum, and it's it's also for VR people, for music producers. It says for some reason, I don't know, Mike. This this is one that I'm seeing it. It's seeing it at first, just sitting on its own, is like, oh, okay. Well, there's lots of stuff in the world that's not for me. But then seeing how much money mm-hmm. it has makes me feel like I've that I, the world is passing me by a little bit, you know.
1: Well, I mean, that is definitely true. Um... But remember when MTV used to have like video music videos on there? (laughs) All right, you know. Don't don't
2: trivialize my aging in the way that I trivialized the aging of the people that were older (laughs) than me. Okay, that's disrespectful. (laughs) I, but I so I had the same sort of feeling about uh, like when I was a kid uh, in high school, people were texting. That's when texting came around, and I was like, "Why the fuck?" Who cares? Just call somebody on the phone. And I think I've always had sort of that contrarian streak, you know.
1: Always been kind of cool like that, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was cool not picking up (laughs) Not having any friends who wanted to text me was sort of cool. (laughs) Maybe my highlight. Um, But, you know, I came around on that. And then I remember on VR, uh, VR is still very weird to me. In part because it seems like every six months there's a new version of the VR hardware that like mm-hmm. makes the old stuff completely, it it just like dates. You got to get the
1: latest and greatest, you know?
2: Yeah, but in a way that it's not true of computers. Like if you go buy a computer and then six months later you get another computer, you'll be like, well, this is faster, I guess. But with VR, yeah. it's like, oh, the little mini whatever, it's like more, there's more pixels in there and before you'd get sick if you used it. Now it's like living in another world, whatever the fuck, you know? There's a big difference. Some of them plug in, some of them don't plug in. I can't keep track of this shit. <laughs> but I tried it on. I tried it at uh, the mall. I went to the mall and they somebody strapped it on my head and said, "Check this out." And uh I was like, "Damn, this is actually really fucking this is cool. Here's LeBron James, here's a dinosaur. I can easily tell which <laughs> one is which."
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was the thing you tried? Was it the the Quest? Oculus Quest?
2: This was a little while ago. So this was this is the is it the Vive? Is that this one like, of them? No. Or this is
1: like PS One graphics.
2: Yeah, I was playing Virtual <laughs> <knew> Fighter, like <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I'm really here." <laughs> the cubes look so good. The whatever, whatever they fucking were called at that time. But uh, but this, I don't, I don't understand polygons. This at all. polygons thank you. Yeah. I don't. I don't get this at all. I will. I'll listen to music in the car. I'll listen to music in the house. I've never thought there needs to be another element to this where it's like a it's like a little man punching me or something at
1: the what, what am i what am i not
2: getting about this
1: I think it's cool I think I think that the VR VR thing is cool and I'll tell you why okay because it's stupid I love stupid stuff okay basically so you don't actually like it <clears throat> I think it's cool you know
2: for like 5 seconds like you said that's about or as long would've... as anything is cool to me yeah
1: yeah just so dejected and fucking awesome, both of us. It fucking is difficult sometimes to hate as much stuff as we hate. And a lot of people don't realize that. Everybody thinks it's so easy. You know, you just come on here and you say stuff you don't like. Right. It's actually hard. You got to think of the stuff to say, you know.
2: Yeah. And you got to say it. Yeah, sometimes you don't even do that. Yeah. That was Edge. <laughs> now we have to fucking... Now, now we're back in the shit. We got to decide who's going first. You seem to be in flux over there as far as juggling a number of things around. So maybe I'll let you uh, finish that aspect of it up, and I will go first. So we're kind of back to where we started as far as who's going first, and it's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, Yeah. The first one – don't say yeah. The first one, Mike, I want to talk to you specifically about is – it's called Intelligent Coffee Quiz to Help Prosumers in Business – Thanks to Eric for sending this in. <laughs> this one um, is, this is a, this is actually, you know, in contrast to the Woojer Edge, I feel like I can really wrap my head around this. This is a guy who loves coffee, you mm-hmm. know. This is a guy who loves, I mean, just for instance, maybe he's one of those guys who goes on the computer and pulls up Twitter and writes about, the kind of person that was in front of him at the line at Starbucks today. And wouldn't you know it, it's always one of the crazies, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, did the, did the crazy factory just let out of work early? Is that why everyone's here at Starbucks in front of me saying their order? I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this is a guy who, is, who has an enthusiasm for coffee. And you know what? God bless him. That's fine. Uh, $6 pledged of $100 so far. Two backers, 10 days to go. He says, I'm a coffee enthusiast. My goal on Kickstarter is to share my passion with others and help show people how good coffee can really be. Everyone loves coffee, but many people lack the equipment and proper knowledge to make it. I consider myself a home barista. And that's sort of a record scratch moment for me. <laughs> You know,
1: (laughs) homemade, (laughs) homemade Subway.
2: Yeah. So that's a little that's a little weird. He says um, he goes on to say, um, many of my other friends who are coffee lovers do not seem to care about the little nuances that can take their cup of coffee or espresso from a five out of 10 to a 10 out of 10. And I guess instead of realizing that that means that he's nuts about coffee and everyone else just enjoys it in the normal way. He's sort of on a crusade to make everyone else feel the
1: same. Uh... Now, I'm not a coffee guy. We've talked about this a million times, JF. No need to talk about it anymore. So let's, in fact, just skip talking about it and move on to the next uh, six-pack item, I have a lot which to, is... I have a lot to say. I'm just kidding. Uh, we're not coffee guys, though. You know, I, I, like, a cu- I like a cup of Joe um, in the morning sometimes, you know. That's all I had for that.
2: Well, that's fascinating, Mike. And, and you're saying we we've talked about it before, uh, I don't think people are going to care honestly. When they yeah. hear that, they're going to say, "Wait, this guy drinks his coffee in the morning." That's interesting. I I don't think coffee does anything to me. I have to take a coffee break or a caffeine break or something because I'm not I'm not feeling it uh, anymore. the The thrill is gone with coffee. I think one out of every ten like massive tumblers of iced dunkin donuts i get i'll get a little jolt but other than that i'm just like damn i'm just fucking tired it doesn't matter so this guy but i but maybe maybe this guy's got the right attitude he he views coffee more holistically rather than just a way to try to get some energy he wants to create a quiz okay he says many times when i eat out I end up getting an overpriced espresso that I could have made at home for a fraction of the price. Sometimes I'll get one for dessert, and it it ends up ruining the meal rather than enhancing it. So this guy eats like a great meal, and then the espresso is a 5 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10. And he goes, well, retroactively, this meal sucked because of this. (laughs) That's an insane type of guy to be
1: to me
2: I think so. I I think there there is. You can even be a coffee enthusiast. I think as we've talked about before, we've we've got a listener who sends in his coffee rig set up, and it seems like he wakes up at six a.m. and just like goes to town whipping up his joe. Um, seems like he likes it. He's got something he gets out of it. Um, but this guy this guy has taken on a little bit more of an edge to it. Um, and he wants to do this quiz. And the quiz he will then sell or license to retail businesses to help guide their customers to the right place. The quiz, the goal of the quiz is to help people to find the ideal espresso grinder and machine for their needs, whether they are making it in their home or whether they're a small business owner. So basically this this guy wants to come up with a quiz that does the thing that everyone does when they want to buy a new appliance, which is type in best blank 2019. And, <laughs> and he wants to somehow... Turn that into like a little uh, side hustle or business, which I don't know. Good enough for the New York Times to do, I guess. They have the Wire cutter site where you can just go on there and they order like 20 things from Amazon and say which one is good and which one is not as good. But I don't know, man.
1: Hey, if you like your coffee obsession, you can keep it. What the fuck it's is that? What they're saying now? What is Davis that? Up there? What is that? Um, that was a
2: former president who liked to say that, I think, or someone associated with the president or maybe just the government or politics just in general. So
1: it's in the politics sphere.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, what politics is, just click that and drop down and somewhere in there. So that's it for the intelligent coffee quiz that prosumers
1: in business. Mike, what do you got? JF, I want to tell you about agent Pazzo task force Aegis. For too long, Hollywood and the entertainment industry have been only catering to one side of the aisle. Now it's time to even the score. Do you know the guy, Jake Posob- Posobiec? Is that, is that how you say it?
2: I will say that I have, I have heard the name, um, but and I, and I don't even say this um, to insult the guy, although, of course, I don't care. Um, I'm sort of a badass. I don't care if he gets his feelings hurt. I legitimately don't know which of the guys that he is because there's a lot of these oh, guys, yeah. and I don't know which one he is. I think he's sort of the guy with a prominent brow in his picture but uh but as far as like him versus uh what is it uh the haircut guy, and then there's there's the little boy guy, basically, he's like a child who does it. <laughs> And then there's a the guy who uses like the wrong last name because his last name sounds like penis or something. Isn't that one of the guys too?
1: Is that a guy?
2: Yeah, that's one of the guys. But I don't know which one it is. I don't, I can't. You know, they come up on the his screen name and is Jack
1: Jack Pasovic Pesobik. I don't know what does he do. I, I mean, I mean, obviously it's bad, but is it? He's one of these little worms you see online. You know, and they're always like saying something, and then they have like a bunch of guys underneath them, with, like. American flag avatars like yeah. Yeah. You're right. Right. And then got other guys with other avatars are like, no, you're not right.
2: Okay, well I just went to his fucking website and they've got an autoplay YouTube video. So I just want to say thanks. <laughs> thanks for that bullshit. Um I looked it up. I looked up what the name of the the so if you look on this page, it says Task Force Aegis was made possible by exclusive pre-campaign sponsor, American Priority. So that to me indicates that he's one of the little bug guys who just gets paid by some conservative think tank, like 300 grand a year to mm-hmm. to, to post online, basically, is what his job is. Um, so I searched for American Priority. And the cool thing about that is these people are like universally bad at coming up with Ideas, because all their ideas suck shit. So, like the first ten pages of American Priority Google results are for American Airlines and how to get a better seat on the plane. So you have to do little minus Mm -hmm. Airlines on your
1: search if you want to find this shit. Tell people how to tell people how to find the alt right stuff, JF, real Uh, quick. All right, make sure you. (laughs) That was that was just an
2: explanation of my Google foo. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, And so Donald Trump Jr. is speaking at Ant Fest 2019. Uh, the lady who wears the American flag dress is speaking at Amp Fest twenty nineteen. Uh Robert Davi is gonna be there. This is at the Trump Doral. So weird that it would be at the Trump place. Um, yeah. there's also Milk and Cooks.
1: Have we talked about
2: milk and cooks before?
1: I don't I don't think so. Maybe we have, I don't know. I forget. Well anyways I think maybe I think maybe you talked about it on the stream, maybe or something.
2: Yeah, maybe. I can't even remember which ones those guys are. Anyways, a lot of bullshit on there. So this is this is it's being propped up by some massive
1: slush fund. This was the uh PizzaGate guy. One of the guys from that. Okay. Um anyway, they got like a comic book of him where he's like a uh, secret agent.
2: <sighs> yeah, they do and Task Force Aegis. It's like a little lion with some lightning bolts on it. He sort of looks like, uh,
1: I guess, like an archer-type uh, drawing. No, he's got a gun, not a bow and arrow. That's just a funny joke that I <clears throat> thought of just now.
2: Hey, I'm serious. Do you want me to DM H. John Benjamin and tell him <laughs> the kind of shit that you're saying on here? I'll just reach so, out, and what? I'll say, Look, I, you know, I've got this fucking guy, and... <laughs> So, this is pretty good. Mike, 750 bucks, you get the field pack. I don't know what that is, but you can get it, you know. Sounds good to me.
1: Are you on the field pack level? What are you going to get? For $45, you can red pill a buddy, and I'm, I'm getting that one. I'm going to red pill you, Ugh. so you better watch out.
2: Special thanks to Carpe Donctum for producing our Agent Pazo intro video. That's cool. Man, there's little fucking psychos are just everywhere, squirming around. You turn over <laughs> a rock, and a bunch of little freaks come at you.
1: Yeah, it's the way the world is. Yeah.
2: Oh, you got to click. Okay, IndieGoGo updated their UI. Big ups to IndieGoGo. You got to click to see what you're buying now. So, uh, clicking 750, you get uh, so 750 bucks. You get two Agent Pazzo stickers, two Task Force Ages patches, two cop- signed copies. Of Agent Pazo. You get listed in the book as a field agent, and you get uh an Amp Fest twenty nineteen get together. So you have to go to the Trump uh Dural uh resort, and then I guess they will probably say hello to you when you get there. What is what it sounds like.
1: For twenty grand. <clears throat> Did you see this bad boy?
2: No, I didn't see that.
1: For 20 grand, they'll put you up in the uh, hotel, in the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C. Ooh la la.
2: Now oh, that's cool. Uh,
1: we will visit the Spy Museum and do other activities as well. All other items from the Ages Command Program included items, you get a conference call, a sticker, a patch. Um, so they kind of went all out for the 20 grand level. It says you're responsible for getting <laughs> to Washington, D.C., they won't even fly you out. Come on.
2: For 20 grand I think you could probably hook somebody up with a domestic ticket. That's not going to yeah. break the bank, is it? I mean, I know I guess a lot of these don't do travel. Maybe it's just the headache of travel accommodations, but I feel like just 20k like, I'd make it just work. Just like
1: give somebody a voucher, you know, or something.
2: Yeah, you get a $500 voucher with well uh you pick your airline of choice. You know, hey, we won't say which airline in case one of them wants to sponsor us, okay?
1: Uh yeah. Alright. Probably United or something, though, right?
2: Yeah. Probably fucking United, yeah. What the (laughs) fuck? obviously, it's the best one. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Remember when United uh, (laughs) beat that guy's ass on the airplane?
1: Yeah. They shouldn't have done that. They should not have done that. They released a statement, actually, and said, hey, look. Yeah. I know you guys have a lot of questions about why we beat the shit out of that guy. But, Look right we were all fucked up you know everybody was like being loud and shit what if they just released this thing <laughs> everybody's being fucking loud and not giving us like a chance to think about stuff so even even though i was like dude just fucking leave me alone
2: yeah i said leave me alone so
1: <laughs> you kept fucking pushing me
2: i mean, not work Well, that's uh, Mike, that's very depressing. Um, $21,000 of a $60,000 flexible goal, but that means they get the money no matter what. Big ups to the American priority, whatever, for their bullshit. Um, They're doing a great job with all this nasty crap. So uh, let me grab the rock here, Mike. The next one I want to do is also on Indiegogo. Two Indiegogos in a row.
1: That's crazy.
2: Okay, yeah, there it is. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Mike, this is called the pocket shaver. Anytime, anywhere shaver. You know, finally. You can freaking... You can shave your face wherever you need or want to. Um, And you don't even have to have a plug because guess what? It plugs into your smartphone. This sounds to me like one I would write up on real or fake as a fake, but it's all too real says here, for all men, shaving is a daily routine, and for some of them, it is a twice-a-day routine. With Pocket Shaver, this process is quick, easy, and can be done at any time of the day, anywhere. Just plug it into your device, and you're all set. So this is, um, it looks like a little, uh, God, what does this look like? It looks like a stovepipe, basically. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it comes in a variety of flavors. It comes in micro USB plus USB. But if you really got to think about how you would use the USB one because a USB would probably just plug into, like, your desktop computer, right? Uh-huh. And the, dis- <laughs> the distance is about two inches from the plug to the razor. So unless you wanted to plug it into, like, the top of your PC case and then rub it back and forth on your face uh, at a 90-degree angle... Uh, it would be pretty hard to pull this off, but you also got USB C, micro USB, iPhone. Um, then you can also plug it into just a cable as well, I guess. And it uh, it's a good idea if you want to get a bunch of stubble all over your speaker for your phone.
1: You know, this is obviously silly. It is, yeah, that's right. <laughs> just more crap. But uh, more crap well, I mean, for your like, crap hole. It, it's a fucking... It already exists on AliExpress. Did you see this? I did see that, yeah. Have you heard about this? I have heard about this. Um, so. And it
2: is a, an extremely little amount of money. What is the amount of money it's going for on Alibaba uh, that you can see right now? Uh, $2.68. $2. Okay. So, That's not too much. Um Right now it's at $201 of a $4,900 fixed goal. Six backers, 34 days left. And they want to charge, let's see, the early bird for the Apple, the Lightning Connector, uh, is 23 uh, euro. It says here that's 25 U.S. dollars. And that, according to this, is 41% off of the retail price, which it definitely isn't. But I don't know what does that make it like? They want to eventually charge forty dollars for this, a little over forty dollars for the little shaver that is two. That's so good. Why aren't really
1: we doing money. this? You know,
2: I think because it's going to fail anyways. So um, might be illegal. Also,
1: I don't know.
2: I don't know. I think you you can resell stuff. Probably that's what retail is is reselling, getting stuff from a manufacturer and reselling it. I'm not.
1: I'm not interested anymore now that I found out it's not illegal. Okay. Well. See my tongue out? Oh, the tongue. I did
2: see the tongue. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. so this is kind of interesting, Mike. I uh, the Did you see the product shots of this where someone is holding their phone upside down uh, and then it's coming out at a 90-degree angle right on their face and <laughs> shaving a space approximately the size of, like, a nickel,
1: maybe? Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: I mean, I don't know how this could ever work for anyone, but... Uh, just more shit for the dump, you know? Come and get it, dump. It's time to throw some stuff away. And you're the dump I'm putting it in.
1: Thanks, guys. Yeah. That's the dump.
2: The dump loves it. Because if if you don't put stuff in the dump, it'll be upset because there
1: won't be any more dump. The dump, eat, the dump eats the trash. Yeah. It, and that's how it lives. So we got to keep feeding the uh, dump.
2: Trash is the dump's food. Um, And it's our job to take care of it by giving it more trash to suck on. (laughs) So that's it for uh, that one. Um, We're halfway through with the six pack. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more YKS in just a second.
1: (laughs) Mike, you've heard of websites, right? That's right, Jeff. They got all the information on every... On, now it's all uh, on the computer and whatnot. Okay, you think websites are on the computer. That's cute. That's actually cute that you think <laughs>
2: websites are on the computer because I can access them wherever my phone is, which is Pocket, which is Bathroom, which is mm-hmm. I'm on the roller coaster holding the phone and I let it go, and thank God the guy behind me catches it, and then it's a viral video moment.
1: Yeah, by Viral Hog, so if you use it, they will be on your ass.
2: That is so cool. Is that not you cool know. that the there's uh what what's the other one? I think it's Jukin Media. Is that what the other one is that buys yeah, up I the think things? So. That is so weird. Trash. This, this world we're living in, Mike. I just I swear to goodness, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if my head is up, you know, and or if I'm did I wake up the right day? Am I, did I wake up in crazy pill land where I'm taking all of the pills and eating them? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it fucking feels like sometimes. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> There's too many websites. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Amen, brother. Uh but we had this email come through. Uh we got this on a website. Um and this 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 is what the email says, okay? It says um hey Mike and JF, I recently started a long distance relationship with a guy and we ended up taking a long car trip together when I visited him. He knows I like podcasts, and he asked me to turn on my favorite so we have something to listen to while we drive. Naturally, I started to sweat and didn't feel we were in that stage of our relationship for me to reveal the garbage that I listened to, but I took the plunge anyway and turned on YKS. He now thanks me for introducing him to his new favorite podcast. The problem here is that he claims it's his favorite podcast, but he doesn't contribute to the Patreon. I constantly shame him for it, and he brushes it off. I'm visiting him next week. And if possible, I would love it if you guys could also make him feel bad on the podcast while we're in the car listening to next week's app. His name is Johnny. If for some reason you guys decide to do this, now we're probably off by a week or something because we were too busy checking our other websites, I think is the
1: theme of this. Yeah, pro- the problem is they load so goddamn slow, most of them. You know, it's like I don't need uh, a bunch of uh, moving pictures. I'm just trying to get to the. Yeah you know. And what would it civil, even be that you're trying to get? Civil get to? war information civil war. I'm looking up or something.
2: Live updates on the Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> um so Johnny, you're fucking up uh because on the Patreon page we've got so much good stuff over there. You know, we've got fabulous guest stars. We've got yeah. um Mike and I talking more and saying different types of stuff, similar stuff, but it's maybe there's one thing different about it.
1: Yeah, there's one or two things probably changed about it like we might talk we might talk like uh this for a little while or something or or we might talk you know down like this for a little was that different did you do (laughs) any different things even at that point i I
2: don't know um a lot of fun stuff coming up uh it is we're into october now so that means uh we'll be doing the october scary movie halloween ycast preview coming up soon this month so you don't want to miss that excited about that. I'm really excited about that. There's a lot of good shit coming out in October, I
1: bet. That's right, JF.
2: Well, I mean, you got to fucking say something when I say when I put myself out on a limb and say there's good stuff in October and it's clear that I don't know if good stuff is coming out in <laughs> October. I need you to be able to say, "Yeah, there is, and here is one of the things that's coming out in October that I know is good." Yeah,
1: it is, and here's one thing that I know of it's coming out and it's good. And it that is What's something coming out that's good this month?
2: Um, is Rob Zombie making anything still? I think he's making one.
1: So keep your eyes peeled for the Rob Zombie show.
2: The new zombie is coming out. And don't forget, subscribe to the Patreon page for YKS, please.
1: Patreon. Or Johnny, you, you could also just uh, use your girlfriend's like account or something. No. Do it that way.
2: No. God damn it. Back from the ad Mike, so now it's time to go ahead and
1: do your little thing. I would love to j f so here's a here's the thing this is, this one's called hand keg okay okay so uh you know a little bit about beer, and I'm something of a beer connoisseur as well, for instance, did you know that uh, amber beers are the lighter ones than say something like say something like a stout
2: Okay, yeah, I think uh, I have something on that as well Amber Beers, yeah, I think I dated her in college Amber Beers Could be a person Could be the me just saying I drank a lot of beers in college um, yeah. Could be just, you know, general confused fool just talking mm-hmm. until his clock runs out You never
1: know what's going on with me So this one raised 1,000 000- and $186 of the $100,000 goal. So not great. Funding unsuccessful. But the reason why is because uh, it sucks really bad. Oh. That was maybe their fatal flaw.
2: Well, sometimes you make stuff and it sucks, and there's nothing. doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you messed up, and no one should be mad at you either. So yeah, that's what I say. Um, how about this? I'm going to play the video for the hand keg because it's, it's, it's right to the point. And I think it lets you know all you need to know about the hand keg. Here we go. Do you prefer your beer from the tap? Who doesn't? It has the perfect combination of texture and aroma. The issue has always been portability and convenience. That is until now. Introducing the hand keg, a patent pending product that makes your boring canned or bottled beer taste like it came straight from the tap. The size of a canned beer, the hand keg is convenient and easily portable. Now you have the rich, full-bodied taste of a draft beer anywhere you go. We don't use gas, chemicals, or additives, and there's no need for batteries or a charger. All you need is the hand keg and a case of beer, and you'll be the life of the party. So, how does this work, Mike? How does the hand keg do its magic?
1: I believe it is because, uh, I believe it is actually magic, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I believe that uh, a wizard or possibly a warlock of some type traded the technology to make the uh, canned beer taste like it's from the tap to us in exchange for a collection of souls, maybe? Um, A sacrifice, A a promise that we don't know uh, how to fulfill that yet, or what, you know? I don't know, but...
2: That's for future generations to figure out, I think. This is, this reminds me of, do you remember for a while, I think it was Miller that
1: had this? Yeah, yeah. Miller had the the bottle with the spinny thing inside the of it. Vortex. So the beer, the beer could have a little fun time coming out of the <laughs> bottle one last time. <laughs> yeah, between that,
2: Yippee! <laughs> what were what are all the other kinds of dog shit like that? There's there's that, and then there's I think for the little the higher class version of it is the there's
1: vaccines, some more as far as okay bullshit.
2: There is the the wine aerator, and I truly believe that a, a, there's a good number of people probably who listen to the show who love aerating their wine, and mm-hmm. I think it's okay to do that. I think you just got to know I'm putting the wine in a different container so that I can pour it out of this nice container I have, and that's all this is. This is just me. <laughs> this is just me saying I I like this, and it's okay to like wine. That's fine. You know, hey, mommies love, you know, drinking wine and cussing, and who doesn't? But yeah, you're not doing anything to the fucking shit,
1: you know? Or are you? No. People who are crazy about this stuff swear by it and it does something. Changes the product somehow, so we're fools for not knowing the difference. I do know that if you
2: drink water out of the bathroom sink, it tastes different because there's more bubbles in it for some reason. That's <laughs> yeah, always been that. true.
1: What's up, up? What's up with bathroom
2: sink water quit, having more bubbles?
1: Quit putting that bubbles in my you know.
2: Hey, I'm gonna bottle it up and take it down to the local grocery store and start selling it for six dollars a freaking six pack or seven yeah. seven bucks yeah. uh for you seven a for bushel. Eight. you can get you plop down a ten spot, you're gonna get twelve of these <laughs> little bad boys. You know? Um bathroom sink water but i don't think you're i don't ultimately i think the beverage is the beverage you get your you get your scotch out and you put it in the nice little decanter the little crystal decanter who you fooling i know what's in there it's the well i don't know what's in there but it's because you threw the bottle away i guess but i can tell it's i guess it's probably booze for one thing right, so
1: i find I find that just I find it doesn't even last long enough to be put into another container. I just suck it down right away
2: I, the other container you do it as well. you actually do put another container, yeah, the container is your belly. that's funny, well, okay, but <laughs> at the end of the day, we still have to deal with whether or not your belly <laughs> is the container, so you know if you're going to talk about funny or not, the hand keg <laughs> is. Your fucking things. Got, so why am I fucking sw- saying it? You talk about it's got about
1: swirlies it. inside. It's made with swirly technology. It's got swirlies inside. Yeah, and what it does is it uh, foams up the beer, uh, you know, and gives it a little. I don't want to say gives it head. We'll have all, all kinds of you know. No you juveniles sh- riding in. No, say the it. Show.
2: Say it. Go ahead. Say the say the whole sentence. Say it. Say what it is. Yeah. Say it. Say yeah, it. You beer- little pig.
1: Say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. So um fuck you say it i'm not saying it now okay anyway there's i mean does it because it, it's it fucking tastes different right out of a can it tastes different than out of the tap and that's the fucking thing can beer be hitting different um what is, is that your... true i truly have never noticed that
2: i don't think so i think well i do think if people said this about like uh like coca-cola like soda because it's 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 very infrequent that you would get the same beer out of a can, a bottle, a, a plastic bottle, a glass bottle, a fountain, whatever. It, it's that's unusual. But with for something like Coke that everyone's had in all the different varieties, I think it does make sense to say oh I like this kind better than this kind or whatever. But I think with the I think with I think with beer once it's in the thing, that just is what it is. If you want to tell me that it tastes yeah. better out of the bottle or can, whatever, but I don't think you can like suck it through a straw and go like, oh, this is definitely this improved it.
1: You know, I used the nickel straw
2: or something. I don't. That doesn't it's matter. A lot of,
1: it's a lot of fun if it, if you have the one of those crazy straws. Oh yeah, you can see it go. Look at it go.
2: I used to have a crazy straw that would uh, you would put your mouth up to the straw. And from the perspective of the person watching you drink the beverage, which is presumably a lot of people, it would have the small plastic face of a dog that would then cover up your face, making it look like you're a dog who's drinking the drink. And now, if you go on a porno website, that's basically all porno is now, is these little Snapchat filters where Uh there's like a cat person on the screen. Have you seen this?
1: Yeah, I don't know. You have to show me that site offline, Jeff.
2: Okay. Well, we're see going to have to be online is. if you want to see the site. But <laughs> this is uh yeah, this is a little uh, luge for your
1: a little a hand aerator for your beer, right?
2: And it looks like a keg, which is cute. Um, the Are one problem you carry this
1: around. I can't you imagine.
2: I guess. I guess it just stays in your drawer, your drawer, and uh, you call it a day. But uh, If you notice, when you pour the beer through it, the beer leaks out of the top and bottom and soaks the hand keg and your table and your hand and the keg. So that would be my problem with it.
1: But you you liked it, you said? that's, that's, That's wild. Yeah. I don't see myself using this product. Well, what did it make, Mike? Uh, mean, I already told you, but I'll repeat myself. Oh no, please! Oh, fine. No, 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 no. no, Eleven hundred eighty-six dollars. No, 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 no. Funding unsuccessful. Can you say
2: the head thing at least, so we can get something out of this fucking?
1: The beer. I don't even know what. What do you? The beer will give you head. I don't even know. Oh, dude. Are
2: you serious? Oh God, dude. Fuck. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. All right, Um, you go now, man. If you can settle down for a fucking second. Um, I want to do this one called Madison Sage Apparel. Madison Sage Apparel. Messages from the universe on your chest to remind you who you are and why you're here. Flattering, eco-friendly clothing made in the USA. Um, Now, I got to say, and I come out the gate on this one and say... uh, I don't I don't really have a problem with this uh because you have to say that when you are critical of things that are positivity type stuff um especially on yeah. a show which is all negative because the optics of an all negative show saying nobody should be positive makes us look like miserable little
1: creeps and and you, we're not is the problem with that we're ha- we're happy both of us are we're both
2: highly educated um and we have a lot of skills and are offering the world a great deal <laughs> you know but yeah i think there is there's still some silly stuff you can say about this even if it comes from a place of wanting to make people feel better um the first thing is and the really only notable thing about this product is that the shirts are printed in reverse so that when you look in the mirror you see the message of the shirt so, okay,
1: right off the right off the bat, yeah, don't like that idea. But moving on,
2: it's so one will say, "Exhale, um, enjoy enough, uh, valuable." Uh, let's see, that one says, "Align, just." All right, well, so they're good messages on these shirts, sure. Right? Yeah, and everybody you could use a little bit of reinforcement, you know. I I will say, I think you can probably agree with me on this. Um, my self esteem is in the toilet. I mean, it
1: is. Oh, yeah, big time. I'm feeling bad all the time, Yeah, Don't like who I am. Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, it's not good to be this, and it's not good to be this way. Um, And it would be cool if you could say, like, oh, well, maybe there's some other good stuff going on. And you just really, you can't. It's just not there, you know. So the self-esteem is low.
1: People say, how you doing? And I just draw a blank most
2: of the time. Right. I've I've taken to saying I'm still here, um, and that gets some good responses. Um, so I don't have any I don't have any. There's there's no problem with saying people are you know you're doing okay, and there's no problem with saying that to yourself either. You got to get through the day somehow, so you tell yourself you're doing all right. That's good. That's a good message. Good for you. Uh, the other thing is is that she's uh, she gives off big Marianne Williamson vibes to me, which. Was also, I think, not a problem until it was a problem. Um, I think that kind of got out of hand quickly, the Marianne Williamson thing, huh? Do you even know who I'm fucking to- Are you even here?
1: Yeah, I'm right here. What are you fucking Marianne, thinking about over the, there? The Marianne Williams thing, is that what you're saying?
2: No, I said Marianne Williamson is what I said, because that's the name of the lady that I'm talking about. The presidential candidate, Marianne Williamson.
1: That's what I was talking about, too.
2: <sighs> All right. Anyways, Marianne Williamson uh, was, is still around. She's a little bit... She's got some stuff going on, right? She seems nice. I would say hello to her. If she said hello... I'll tell you this. If she said hello to me,
1: I'd say hello back. Oh, that's big. If she asked you, uh, how you doing, you'd be like... You wouldn't say, I'm still here. You would say... I, well,
2: I, I guess I would say fine. <laughs> you, I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't worked out another an one. That's an
1: upgrade to a fine. That's yeah, awesome. That's good.
2: Um, but then she was like, oh, I don't know about vaccines or whatever. So we had to kind of back off a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this is uh, this is a whole different, it's very similar, uh, but it's T-shirts. So I'm going to play the video. You can get an idea of what's going on with this.
0: Do you believe we create our own reality with our thoughts and our words? I do. Hello, my lovelies. My name is Jill. And I know firsthand how damaging negative self-talk can be on your life. I'd like to help with that the only way I know how. Armed with the degree in clothing and textiles, 32 years experience in the apparel industry, and 50-plus years of struggling with self-doubt and self-sabotage have led me to create Madison Sage, an active wear line out of eco-friendly fabrics made here in America that I'll roll out in two stages,
2: the first being these mirror-image knit tops with subliminal prints. If you already love your body, the crop tees are adorable. Otherwise, the pop-ons will the need to worry about back fat, fat, bra bulge, muffin top, and bat wings, and just enjoy your life. This is
0: not about what you want to say to the world, but about what the universe wants to remind you of. You've heard of wearing your heart on your sleeve. I'm asking you to wear your inner being on
2: your chest, and be reminded every time you look in the mirror, like these beautiful souls, that you are loved, you are worth. So, I demonstrating... Hate that? No, I didn't say that. It's it's demonstrating the concept of the product, which is all of the video of this is uh, still images of ladies looking in mirrors. So it makes for a, yeah. somewhat of an awkward. It's hard to. So you're already out
1: just by seeing
2: that i think that uh she comes off a little uh little new agey i guess would be one way to put it um and uh and I, we all have our volume issues at times when it comes to producing content but uh the <laughs> the music and voice is way out of whack on this one <laughs> i gotta say
1: so uh, <laughs> yeah i wasn't i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna say anything
2: it's very hard to hear what she was saying.
1: She has a bit of a leveling issue. Luckily, we've never had that problem on the show.
2: That's right, Mike. So, look. Make some eco-friendly shirts. Very cool. Uh, they, they happen to be pretty ugly and very strange <laughs> with the uh, looking in the mirror. Well, it's, for a, it's
1: for a good cause, JF, and it helps people. I don't know what your problem is today. When You're you say all for... Negative. All you, all yours have been when Mine you, have been positive. I don't, okay. I don't get it. When you
2: say for a good cause, that makes it sound like it's a charitable thing. I, this, <laughs> is, this is an actual business, I think, that she's trying to, which is fine to have a business. But uh, I don't know, a little bit uh, a little bit strange to me. Um, uh, so 30, for 30 bucks, you get the universe on your chest cropped tea. Already love your body? Darling Gray, eco friendly crop tea. 30% recycled, repped poly. 37% organic cotton. 13% rayon. Uh, kind of a high amount of rayon in the shirt there. <laughs> Just grasping at straws because I know people are going to be <laughs> mad at me. Anyways, that is the Madison Sage apparel that helps you love you.
1: Mike. Um, so that, that person is like the, oh shit, that person is like the, uh, uh, normal, I guess, amount of, uh, crystal person to be, right? Yes, that's right. So that person's like, uh, hey, you know, you don't have to eat food if you don't want to, you can, uh, just lay in the sun and that's it. And that's, like, the normal amount compared to this this person's... The way that,
2: yeah, that person can thing. still... She can still walk around and, like, be functional in the world and still have, in her head, be thinking a bunch of weird shit about light energy and stuff. Yeah, she at least can, like, drive her car around. Let's Let's watch this video together. Good. Are you going to click it? Do you want me to click the fucking thing? Why can't you click the fucking... <sighs> Oh, you're clicking
1: hand broken? I don't I don't know. I don't know how to uh, fucking do it. You're not going to say idiot. what it is
2: before we click the video. People are going to go in here cold and half cocked I said, you didn't say what it was. <laughs> I'll click it, but just know that I'm the one clicking. I want everyone to let the record show I'm clicking.
0: The Planetary Life and Life Technologies Crystal Star Tesseract is a blessing. I carry the name right now, Star Singer. It was given to me in a priestess initiation when I was 20. Because of the ancestral energy I walk with, done initiation in Africa, many, many different initiations I have traveled through. So I walk with a lot of ancestors, a lot of kapuna, a lot of knowledge that is not necessarily mine, but when it comes through, it is real, it is authentic. It is coming from a guidance system that has been developed by practice over years.
2: This to me is the best part of the video here where you think it's just going to be like this weird dimensional music and then her talking and on a couch or something. And she does that for part of it. But then it cuts to this part where she's playing it on the keyboard, which is such a fucking trip to see that.
1: Yeah, she's a, she's a musician playing. <laughs> she's putting together these fucking, I don't know how to describe spiritual music that you would hear in like a salt rock cave or something.
2: Yeah, like meditative type backing tracks to soul hey, discovery. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what is the actual product that's that this is trying to push? What what's
1: the actual deal of it? Um I guess it's an app where you can uh what was it? You can visualize <sighs> God Damn, jf uh, you can visualize <laughs> Visually, I, it utilizes the zero point. It's a, it's a bunch of fucking gobbledygook. Just okay. play the video and watch it because it's it's a real trip. It's like a fucking I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like fucking uh, uh, David Lynch
2: yeah. on crack. Okay. Okay. I don't know anything about David Lynch or crack, so I guess I can't really. Yeah.
0: Tell me more about the planetary lightworkers technology. I would say that it's. It's future technology that is bringing through very particular sound frequencies. The sound frequencies are feeling energy to restore people on physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, every level. So what these frequencies are going to do for people is they're going to start helping to awakening their own information within them. Finally. (laughs) I think it's important for people to realize that every single person has a gift. You have a gift within yourself. And the only way to unlock that gift is to go within.
1: Kind of makes sense, though, you know. Uh, the Planetary Light Workers Technologies Crystal Star Tesseract app is an immersive, interactive sound and frequency app. Okay, you can use this app to immediately shift your frequency, JF.
2: Yeah, that um, would be good. I guess I think probably. That would be that would be fucking awesome, well it says you can improve your energy, that would be good, and it also says you can help restore the earth's quantum energy fields so
1: that is, I didn't even know that we were fucking almost out of it or whatever the fuck it I didn't know that we could restore the quantum energy field I assumed the
2: quantum energy field of Earth was it just is what it is
1: I thought the government was taking care of it
2: well I'd there's really what is our tax dollars doing if not that you know developing a new burger
1: probably and i want to eat it yeah we've been hard at work on this project for 8 months and we're seeking funding through this kickstarter for further development i mean i mean this is some uh you know well
2: it has the it has the energy of a cult for sure
1: say um, something nice about it I will give you $20 if you can say something nice about this. Go. Well, look. Um, Time's up. Time's up. Sorry. Okay. $20, mine.
2: I don't even know that I said that I <laughs> would give you $20. Starsinger is a planetary priestess who works with illuminated souls to activate their highest potential. Star Singer knows you already carry the technology you need to become your future slash higher self in this lifetime. Yeah. Sort of making your future self look like a piece of shit. If if I can do it now, you know, showing up. Waiting
1: for the comet to come, these people.
2: (laughs) Since having a near-death experience as a child, she has been in touch with the invisible worlds. This experience catalyzed her own healing and training journey to hone the spiritual gifts she was given. First initiated in Australia at the age of 19... Starsinger has traveled the globe collecting the keys and codes of ancient matrices from seven different lineages. This includes ordination in Huna on Maui, 13 moon planetary priestess work with Ariel Spilsbury, druid wizardry with the Grand Master lineage. That's probably where they developed the technology for the can keg. Um, <laughs> from earlier. From earlier. And Lakota Sundance supporter for five years on Vancouver Island supporting Chief White Cloud. Becoming a devotee of Ama, she began to tap her creative abilities, doing sacred geometry, artistic designs as a seva to Ama. All right, it goes I mean, on for many more.
1: Quite, quite some time.
2: This is uh, this is interesting to me. Um, it's kind of cool. The Kickstarter funding will go to business management and development conferences and expos, legal expenses, marketing. Just sort of the classic, like, soul-seeking star planetary type shit you would expect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if? Like, what if? That that would be so cool if the reality of the underpinnings of the universe and um, all of the energies in it were this, like, this stupid woo-woo bullshit that was really cool yeah. in, like, the 90s. Wouldn't that be amazing if that's yeah. really what it was? You know?
1: The idea that you can do something to affect, like, uh, the world in some way is maybe intoxicating for these people. And, yeah, right. like, oh, if you pray, you know, it might happen or something. Oh, if you do these uh, crystal things, you know, that might happen. It's all, like, uh, I don't know. Why don't you fix, like, uh, you know, all the wrongs in the world? Oh, not that powerful. Uh, not that cool to me, then, that you can. Oh, you th- Oh, you think.
2: Oh, let me s- Oh, you think. I don't even know what you think. <laughs> it would be cool though if you could draw like a, a couple of different triangles and something cool would happen. I mean, that's neat to think about.
1: Uh-huh. If you yeah. had like
2: a magic pen, and you could be like, "Well, check this out. I'm gonna, uh, I'll draw a squiggle on here, and I'll say a word backwards, and then my enemy will have gas—very painful gas mm-hmm. or something. Whatever you would
1: use it for." That's Ooh, the first can thing he- that I. You go can through. hear the you can hear the witches brewing, probably. Right. Right there. Right in the emails. They're just fucking gonna light you up. Listen up. Yeah. If hey, if I wanna if I
2: wanna hear from a witch, I will just look at like a picture frame in the middle of the night and see if it turns slightly. You know. I won't be checking my email. <laughs> you know?
1: That classic witch
2: stuff. Whatever it is. So what do you get for this one, Mike, if you hand over your hard earned bucks? Uh so first off, they only
1: want fifteen hundred bucks. It's not bad, you know? Yeah, but there I is say. a pledge level at 5000 bucks. Yeah. Come visit our team for a weekend in Nevada City. Experience the Sonic Star Tech sound and light chamber as well as exclusive VR experiences that are unavailable anywhere else. And never you leave, leave cover... the property again, no matter what your family <laughs> tells you. Cool. You, you will need to sign an NDA and uh, move in. <laughs> Well, that's no good. You will you will cover your transportation and accommodations while visiting us. They won't put you up. You're not even gonna fucking put me up when I fly out. How much is a ticket? Just going in on all these guys.
2: I think they should at least put you up in like their yurt or whatever they have out there.
1: You know you got a yurt, dude. You know you got a yurt free for me. Come on, no spare yurt. A treehouse or something. Whatever the fuck you guys do out here.
2: Yeah, probably a treehouse of horrors. That's so funny, Simpson. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. (laughs) Mike, let's read some email. That's where you come in. Mike, the first email comes to us from Joe... Now, Joe, if you listen to the uh, the the call-in show, was it the first show, was it the second show, I don't remember, uh, go back and listen on the Patreon page. You can listen to some of the call-in shows that we have done. Uh, Joe uh, is, is writing in to give us an update. He says, I called into the show last week, so that timestamps this for you, uh, asking, J- don't put, don't fucking put when stuff happens in your emails, okay, because <laughs> when we have to go back, you know, so says, I was uh, asking JF for advice on my upcoming date and agreed to let you guys know how it went. I'm happy to report that against all odds, the date went quite well. Mike, this was the caller who said that he wasn't sure quite how to navigate the twin problems of on a blind, or not a blind date, I guess, like just a first date, Um, going to a bar when he's not really a huge uh, booze enthusiast, and also how to negotiate that first greeting between... Uh, Someone you've talked to only on an app. Um, So we Mm -hmm. talked about that for a while. Um, Let's see. He says, uh, I arrived about 15 minutes early and sat at the bar and ordered a Jack and Coke, just regular style. And turns out it's just fine. I didn't love it, but I was absolutely able to drink it and not look completely out of my element. So the, the part of that was he said his friends were telling him that he should take the bartender aside and ask him to make his drink lighter on booze than normal gotcha. and i told him he just
1: doesn't drink or is he just he just he's there's
2: no as i recall joe is sort of in the same boat i'm in which is i mean no real issue with it can if you want to but just not really super into it and you know didn't want to go through the the awkward explanation that makes it sound both like you've had a problem with alcohol at some point or you're just like being antisocial or you're like trying to pull one over on your date, which is what I think it's going to sound like if you tell the bartender to go light on your drinks. Go heavy hand on the date, poor. But for mm-hmm. me, you know, leave me out of it. or You know, you can't do that. So I told yeah. him not to do that. I think I was vindicated. I as we talked for quite a while after our first drinks came, uh, I came, I came clean rather and told her that I never drink and how completely out of my element I was, which I think she found endearing or at least not off-putting. I had her pick my next drink, which was a pomegranate mule, and that shit low-key slapped. So, all in all, Annette net win. At one point, I explained how I asked a podcast for advice, and she seemed like she wanted to find it funny, but couldn't quite understand why I was laughing so hard about it. In hindsight, I should have kept that to myself. Probably my biggest swing and miss of the night, but whatever. I dropped her off at her place that night, and by the time I got home, I got a text that read, Hey, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for meeting me and for the drinks. We'll have to do it again sometime. He says, so that's a fucking W in my book. Thanks for the advice that I took none of. Well, okay. Also, we hugged when she got there and it wasn't really awkward. Sorry that the story didn't turn out all that funny, but sometimes you can just have a good night. Who knew? I'll let you know if this relationship blossoms into something beautiful and you can take pride knowing you were there from the beginning. Thanks for your help, I, I guess. So,
1: Joe, thank you for sounds like, on that. Sounds like the two, those two are going to get married.
2: Yeah, when can we expect Little Joes running around, you know?
1: Yeah, or Jane Doe. That makes it sound like she was murdered. Don't say that.
2: Yeah, that's But right. I couldn't
1: come up with a woman name.
2: Yeah. Okay, second chance, lady's name. Mike, here you go. Let's hear it.
1: Uh, Beth. Yeah. Got
2: it. Nailed it. Yeah. I love you, Beth Cooper. Sort of an underrated movie. Pomegranate mule. I like the sound of that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, it sounds good. You're right. Uh, Next one. Kevin writes, Hi, Jesse. On the call-in show, you had a guy asking about how to greet a date. Just wanted to say that this year, on a fifth date, I I bought a modest present. No, it says brought. Sorry. I brought a modest present, and as a result, she had to return to her apartment before we left. I had sacrificed the physical greeting to hand her an item, so that when she came when she came back around, having put the gift down inside, I, thinking this would be cute, went back in for a hug. And in her shock at the unexpected physical interaction, she let the door close behind her, and we were locked out of her apartment. It was $120 to get a locksmith out on a Sunday, and her landlord would not reimburse her. So my advice would be, if you don't get that hug, it's not a big deal. Love the show, Kevin.
1: So. You, you got to walk away at that point. <laughs>
2: Joe, that's how you fucking write a funny, I fucked up date email. None of this shit how we had a nice time and hit it off and yeah, everything was fine. Kevin was like, oh, the,
1: I hired the three stooges to paint my apartment while I was on a date. And they saw a mouse and they spent the whole time chasing the mouse. And they busted up my apartment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad, Kevin. Um well, that's it for the show. Mike, I don't have anything else to fucking say to your ass, so why don't we just uh, cut it off? All right. I've cut up with a lot of shit.
1: Listening to your
2: show.
0: But oots, oots, oots potato chip, uh, uh, chips, oots potato chips. Oh, I, I just have to go to the gas station to get some some oots, Old Bay potato chips. Are you fucking kidding me? Oots? It's us. It's us, dog. You've just lost the subscriber.